Welcome to Midnight Conversations. Uh, I'm Anandanambi Karaja. And I am Stephen Banos. Sorry for laughing mid-intro there. That was, that was highly unprofessional of me. The reason, why was, <laughs> the reason why I was laughing, which I don't understand why we always do this, Stephen. But we, yeah. we, me and Stephen, we have a good chat. We chat for like a few minutes before starting the podcast. We do. And then uh, it gets to a point where we're like, all right, should we start the podcast? Let's do it. Play the music. And then as the music is going, Steve was like, oh, are you going to intro? Am I going to intro? Who's going to intro? Why yeah. can't we think of this beforehand so we could just go in and do it? I don't, I don't yeah. know. And then Pre- Steve, preparedness is, is, is not always the best. And, and I sometimes spontaneity keeps mm-hmm. people on edge. It's what keeps this podcast going. I was disappointed that you didn't know how to turn the volume of the music down. We've uh, done well, this like 40 <laughs> times now. Come on, man. I wasn't sure it was going on. <laughs> Steve would have to reach across the table to <laughs> for me. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. Uh, but we're here. We're here together. And uh, we're here. Thank you to CPAS. Yeah, uh, good C-Pass. old CPAS. Uh, doing its thing. You know, what CPAS does for the podcast is equivalent to what. Stephen does for my life, right? He provides mm-hmm. me with equipment necessary mm-hmm. to project audio to the wider public. Uh, I thought that metaphor was going to make more meaning once I said it, but it really didn't. Yeah, didn't, <laughs> didn't make much no, sense. That's okay. It put like a nice solemn look on my face. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, I'm so valuable to yeah. edit." No, you're you're, you're actually nice. disposable podcasting equipment. <laughs> that, right. that, that, that's <laughs> sort of sub quality. <laughs> no, 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 no. I take that back. Pass, thank you. Don't kick us out of the room. We have a recurring booking till the end of the year. So <laughs> <laughs> let's keep that going for 2020. Yes. Um, Speaking of uh, beings that might have a valuable impact on your life. Was that a good segue? That was a great segue. Damn, I'm smart. That was as smooth as a segue. (laughs) (laughs) What's Uh, today's paper? Today's paper is one of those papers that I think epitomizes, you know how they say, don't judge a book by its cover? Mm -hmm. I judge this paper by its title. It was all (laughs) about the title. It's called, wait for it, Mm -hmm. In the Company of Wolves. The physical, psychological, no, no, it wasn't psychological, yeah, physical, almost. social, and psychological benefits of dog ownership. Dog ownership. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this episode. This, yeah, this, this is too. a good topic. This is a good topic to chat about. Because, Stephen, mm. where do you sit on dog? Are you a dog-cat person? There's always been a rivalry there. Uh, I have I have uh, been the owner of neither a dog or a cat. There you go. Very democratic. Um, but my girlfriend mm. has brought a dog into my life. It's her, it's her no, no, it's her, it's oh, her right. family dog, oh, okay, um, okay. so Sorry. it doesn't live with us, but... Yeah, yeah. But that dog is awesome, and it's made me a dog person. So. Yeah, right. How about you? I I am. Uh, I don't want to split the audience, but I'm neither a dog nor cat person as well. But not out of choice. It's just because I'm uh, not an animal person, uh, which a lot of people <sighs> look at that as a psychopathic tendency. You yeah. Know? Like, how can you not be an animal person? Look, I care for animals, but I just don't want to care for them within my vicinity i don't want i you know i'm okay for them and i to coexist in the world together right let them live i'm even for like being vegetarian eating less meat that's all great but like i I don't want to have that added responsibility of an animal to look after in my life right sorry saying that now thank you (laughs) (laughs) i know your dog i have walked your dog you have thank you thank you for that for sharing that responsibility how does tommy (laughs) yeah Look, your adorable greyhound. He feel is a beautiful about greyhound. This. Look, th- having a dog was always one of those things. My partner is uh, in love with animals and in love with dogs, mm. and uh, it was a tough decision because she was always for a dog, and I always thought, look, whenever I'm ready for kids. 
that's when I'll fold on the dog argument. Mm -hmm. And that'll give me at least a few more years till we have kids. So that, right. But then the realization hit me that it's quite a big compromise. Because, uh, sorry, the reason why I don't uh, really own dogs because I'm sort of scared of, of most animals, mostly dogs. I'm scared of that. I was, you know, yeah. attacked by a dog when I was younger. And uh, it, it was one of those situations. I, I think I was, I don't know, five years old. And I was going up to the door, uh, coming home from school with my mom. And we're at the door. And there's this big dog, uh, like a German Shepherd, I think it is. And uh, it was it was rolling around. I was like, oh, look at that German Shepherd, you know, fluffy, whatever its name was. And it was it was rolling around. And then I were at the door behind my mum. She's opening the door. The dog comes up next to me. I didn't really notice it, but I was like, oh, cool. Look, there, there there's a dog. And then when I looked down at my arm, uh, I saw that the dog had like bitten onto the arm. Oh like, wow! Oh man! So as a any any twelve year old boy uh, would do, I think. Oh no, as even younger, I think I was like yeah, seven yeah. actually. I, I was like, all right, well, what the next logical thing to do is to to bolt and run for it. Yeah. So I ran, and the dog was like, oh nice, we're gonna play. This is great. So yeah. it ran after me, and then it sort of like jumped on me, and then oh, like dragged right. me a bit, which was, <laughs> which was which was a bit not not the greatest thing. Then my mom yeah. like stepped in between my hero, my mom in light and shining armor. She yeah, came yeah. in there and she like stepped in with the bag. And then the dog owner was like, oh, my God, sorry about the dog. Because we play like that now. It's just your mom's not there to drag me <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. That's um, crazy. So that fear has stuck with you a little bit. I'm never, I'm not fully comfortable around animals. I'm just, I just find it yeah. unpredictable. I didn't grow up with animals. And so I, I find it very unpredictable. So that, anyways. So, yes, I do have a dog. Yeah. Uh, I look after it well. Don't, don't email in complaining about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, now that it is my responsibility, I, I, I walk it and, you know, pet it and. Well, say, say it's a good boy and stuff. So it's. Uh, it's I, I I used to have a, a major fear of dogs. Oh really? We usually um go into anecdotes later. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> we're, sorry. We're, yeah. we're gonna go into the the results of the study. But yeah, 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 I used to I used to be really afraid of dogs. Did you? What happened? My um my auntie had a little Jack Russell. Mm. For those who don't know, that's a, like a, a very you know small in stature yeah, little yeah. canine there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was terrified of it for like the better part of like ten, fifteen, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> up to about the age of ten. Yeah. 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 And uh, my auntie convinced me that the dog was on shrinking pills, which I was like, oh, the dog's on shrinking pills. It's getting smaller. That's that got, nice. They're doing that just for me. Yeah. Make, oh. and, and yeah, over time, I became more comfortable. Little did I realize that I was growing. Um, <laughs> the dog was not shrinking. It was so. relative. Yeah, technically. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have that fear of dogs anymore. No, I you really don't. love them. Yeah. You love them. And now you have one in your house. Not, not well, in my girlfriend's house. Okay. So I say it on weekends. Oh, right. It's oh, my yeah. weekend dog, which yeah, is cool. perfect. You're your part-time parent dog. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. Cool. Um, so, well, today, that's well, we're talking about dogs today, mostly because Steve was like, hey, let's let's do one on dogs. And we're like, mm -hmm. yeah, why not? People love dogs. Uh, and so we thought we would. And the reason we're looking at dogs is we're talking about what's the benefit of dogs, mm. really, in, in the world? Do they provide this, you know, I mean, people say it's unconditioning, like love and affection. Mm. And, but, you know... Some some dogs, you know, <laughs> you know, I was having this conversation actually with someone who was, uh, I don't know much about dogs. And she was telling me how her favorite dog was a, a bulldog or a pit bull or something. One of those dogs that mm. I, I would assume to be aggressive. And yep. she said to me uh, that there's no such thing as an asshole dog. Just like you can't just eradicate a right. whole breed. Just like you can't eradicate like a whole race of people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You can't say Fair. every every like black Irishman you meet is is an asshole. Yeah, well, I chose that race because that's what I am. <laughs> there's I not many people that fit I, that criteria. <laughs> but, uh, I only know one. So. That's it. Mm. And, and he looks at me with a stern, stern <laughs> yeah, look. Right. I don't want to get too, that, too racist. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> so. 
So, I mean, what this study looks at uh, when it's looking at these wolves or dogs, descendants mm-hmm. of dogs, uh, the the increase in aging population has implications for provision of health and social services. A preventive approach is taken to address this problem by estimating a mechanism that can enhance physical health and reduce minor ailments. That mechanism is dog ownership. Mm-hmm. See, in, so what they did was they got participants in focus groups, so they got them all together, and they just discussed like what do you do you find yeah. physical social benefits but yeah what, what I, I love that they yeah. got i think it was what 65 or 63 mm-hmm. um people between the ages of like 28 and 60 mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. uh more than that the the mean age was around 60 right right and this was in the uk and yeah, they yeah. they put them in yeah focus groups yeah, yeah and they just got these people talking about their dogs yeah i love that idea because you these people would have just been so happy to sit and chat about the it's the dogs together. It's true. It's true. And it, that is uh, actually one of the findings of this paper as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, well, one of the the major things that they discuss is, is kind of the social value of dog ownership. Yeah, it brings people together. It does. It does bring people together, but also it could also tear people apart. Let let, let me give you an <laughs> okay. Let me give you an example. Uh, I'm as I said, I, I'm I'm pretty scared of dogs, right? right but yeah. now that I own a dog, do you know what the worst part of owning a dog when you're scared of dogs is? Oh no, dogs attract other dogs. Yeah. So like, there are all these dogs that come up and start barking at me, and like, I had zero, very little interactions with dogs before. So like, I mean, does this study really control for people who are scared of dogs who own dogs, or is that just a small criteria group <laughs> <laughs> who have girlfriends that like force them to have dogs <laughs> in, in their lives? I, I don't look. Once again, let me yeah. just say, it. I love Tommy. Tommy's great. This I was going to say, yeah. I love your dog yeah, as well. I appreciate it. The, the dog seems to love you sometimes. And <laughs> <laughs> in return. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, you know, is is having a dog of, uh, you know, social status, is, is it something that's familiar and friendly for everyone? I don't know. I would say so. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> usually that dog running towards you is in some way attached to another human. And immediately you have a conversation starter. That's true. That's right? a good point. That's a good point. And... Uh, I think mm. conversation starters that bring people together inevitably yeah. are one of the greatest things for human beings, human sapiens. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, so- socially, and this is why I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take this broad for yeah. a moment. But take it. when people travel, they mm. often have incredible experiences. And when I he- like hear of these great times I've had, I've realized it's because of the people that they've met along the way. Mm. And the reason that they're meeting people is because they're with like-minded people and they have an immediate conversation starter. Right. Right? I think conversation starters are like are so, so valuable. And that's what dogs bring. That's also why people smoke, I think. Because immediately you have this connection with someone else. Do you need a lighter? It's a conversation starter and it brings people together. And in this study here, they talk about... Uh, I, f- I forget the study that they quote, but mm. there is just an immense... Um, you know, psychological value to, mm. to, you know, social interaction, being part of a community. Yeah. Right. And, and especially this, this paper focused on the elderly and you mm-hmm. find people that have retired have a, an immense reduction in their social interactions with other people. Right. So having a dog there that gives you that conversation starter with other people in your neighborhood elsewhere, mm. really, really valuable. It, it's a good point. And, and look, I think when people own a dog, Mm. I mean, owning a dog, I don't know what the difference is between having a dog and a child because in the sense of I don't have children, let me preface it by that. But I think that people care for their dogs as much as they care for children. And if you look at the evolution of people from going from non-dog owners to dog owners, to mm. from non-parents to parents, you notice some similarities in the sense that when you have new parents, 
even parent new parents bond with other new parents who have had children of the same age and then they could say mm. oh you know your child isn't isn't sleeping my child isn't sleeping what do you do what do i do and go back and forth so you're right i think that familiarity that it brings is essential to that social structure so it's hugely it's it's, it's, it's a good point um what are the other what are the other benefits that this paper discusses? Well, yeah. uh, there were a few. I thought what I, I thought was interesting was when it discussed uh, physical activity and whether yep. dog ownership improved physical activity. And did did a bit more reading outside of this on that because that's sort of mm. a big area of research. Which in I was going to say this ownership. is yeah. And what did you find within dog? ownership mm. and physical activity because i want to know if yeah. it's the same as what i found because i was very confused by uh oh results. what are you getting at here <laughs> and but did you did you have any yeah. chance to look into into this relationship whether having a dog improve firstly let's say mm. um do you think it would improve or decrease your physical activity or it stay the same uh, okay interesting for me personally i think it would probably reduce my physical activity because Sorry, because I'm exercising all the time. And if I have to take, you know, 30 minutes to walk a dog, yeah. that's 30 minutes I probably would have spent at the gym that's or playing point, futsal actually. or doing doing something of a higher intensity workout. Makes a lot of sense but, because that that is what these papers found, that those who mm. own dogs actually had less physical activity or not so much less, but like it was not improved by having a dog, the, yeah. the amount of physical activity, which I thought was weird. But I was always thinking like, is it the fact that people pay people to walk mm. their dogs or, or that? And it was some of the papers noted in really urban areas, there's not a lot of chance to walk your dog. And if you have a small dog, maybe it doesn't need walking as much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. all those factors, but you're right. Yeah, when you walk a dog, takes time out of your day and if you're doing other physical activities it's relatively less so mm. yeah. but uh, for the elderly who don't yeah. necessarily exercise mm. so much and having a dog there to motivate them to get outdoors and walk and there are so many anecdotes through this paper yeah people you know saying that their their dog was the one that got them off the couch on that yeah. rainy day and took them out for the walk and that's right and look th this is kind of your area of expertise what mm. are the what are the benefits of exercise here yeah all, all over <laughs> I mean, just, just on your point before we go on to that is the interesting yep. thing it says about uh, dogs as therapists it said yep. uh, because dogs do tune in if you are sad or worried and our dogs uh, know when you are not feeling well um, and, and I was depressed before when we got the dog this is a quote from someone uh, mm. and that wasn't the reason for getting the dog but it really was fantastic medicine they gave me a reason to live again like that's yeah. the sort of level of love and affection of, and the impact that a dog can have on people which is amazing right? yeah yeah. yeah, I'm sure you've seen that in people as well I've, I've definitely seen that oh, people yeah, who just like have, have this amazing like familial style bond yeah, with their dog which is it it's part of the family really it, it become mm. it gets to that level where we're really yeah it is an integral part of the family but i mean when we look at exercise and what that can do for the brain yeah. i mean there's many many things that exercise does in in simplest terms possible exercise improves your overall cardiovascular heart uh, your fitness which is like your heart and lungs and you know improved blood flow when your mm -hmm. heart's stronger you're pumping more blood and why this is important is because how nutrients get around your body is through blood right so oxygen nutrients all that sort of stuff so mm -hmm. when you're trying to improve uh, you know muscle function or even your brain function all of this happens through improved blood flow and, and also not only that you know there's other proteins such as BDNF brain derived neurotropic factor which is known to increase in those who exercise more so so all, all these things, and, and, and this BDNF protein uh, allows for neurogenesis, which is the formation of new neurons. So, so look, it's undoubtedly uh, certain that exercise has positive impacts on the brain. And if mm. a dog allows for those things, it's, it's very good. But one caveat on this is 
you know, the type of exercise is also important. So yeah. what I've noticed from being a dog owner is that when I walk a dog, I'm walking, but it's not vigorous. It's not moderate. It's probably on the end, on the scale of like just, just walking simply because the dog stops a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a continuous walk. The heart rate isn't even, isn't really working extremely hard. So I'd say those that would achieve the most benefit that was mentioned earlier would be those that actually go for runs with their dog. I'd say yeah. would, yep. you'd get far more than, than a simple walk. But that's the yeah, that's, that's probably why they kind of looked at uh, elderly people more so than, than younger, mm. because it's easier to analyze the effects of exercise at that point. And they did sort of bring together a few of the benefits of exercise here, like a reduction of risk of stroke, mm-hmm. um, the reduce of cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, what else? Hi- the reduce incidence of hip fractures as well. Which I found um, weird. I didn't really mm. get... Because my thinking was if you were an older person, you owned an animal, that's, you know, if you trip over the animal or if the animal's excited when you mm. get home or if it jumps up on you, like uh, I own a greyhound, which is a massive dog, and it, if it jumps up on you and you're old and you don't have the support to sort of, yeah, stand on your own feet, then it could knock you over. So mm. I found that really interesting that the, yeah, I, I don't really yeah, know. I, I guess, yeah, I guess. Outweighed by the... Uh, the benefits of exercise oh, yeah, and the stretching yeah. of the true, true, true. Yeah, exactly. are you tripping over your dog all the time, Adrian? Is this what's uh, happening? No, not not <laughs> often. It actually greyhounds, uh, contrary to popular belief, actually sleep a lot. Unless sleeping a lot for greyhounds is the popular belief. I guess contrary yeah. to my, my <laughs> previous belief on on very very limited knowledge of dogs, uh, it was yeah. They, they, he just sleeps, which is mm. why we get along so well because it's like it practically sleeps all day. It has it needs five minutes of affection where it comes up and like asks for some pats. And other than that, it's like does its own thing. Yeah. So it's. It's excellent. And you you walk Tommy every morning, don't you? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every morning, and then my partner does it in the afternoon. So. That's fantastic. Twice yeah. a day. Twice yeah. a day. It's a good dog. I'm, I think, like, look, the way I conceptualize it morally mm. is I say to myself, I didn't really ask to have a dog in my life, but also that dog didn't really ask to be in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're both in this together. And whenever I have responsibility, is it, there's a certain level of, you know, okay, it's my responsibility now. i got to do the best I can. And yeah. that's sort of why... Initially, I w- when we were thinking about getting an, a dog or an animal in general, I was thinking uh, we should get two because it's like one, the other, they're friends, they help each other because I thought it was pretty cruel to have like just one dog in the house. Mm. Um, and then my partner was like, well, you know, you, you're scared of one dog and two dogs is going to yeah, be a lot definitely. and all that. So we were going back and forth and then we settled on, well, if we adopt a dog, that's a better life than if it wasn't adopted and greyhounds are put down and stuff. So all that bad stuff. So that's that's it's, how we settle on a greyhound. It's so. a good thought. Yeah. Do you, do you give Tommy much love and affection? I do. Yeah? I do, you, I give do. Him, you give him some good pats? It's, look, it's... It's a fear, right? And it, it, and it's a, a lot of people ask me the question when who know me and know I'm scared of dogs. Like, oh, are you mm. scared of dogs anymore? And and you know, I I have grown to like really love Tommy, and it's really enjoyable being a dog owner. I can see that. But my love for Tommy hasn't translated to all dogs. It's just okay. been for Tommy. So like. <laughs> I just love that dog. <laughs> it's like the rest, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. So that's my, you never know. It's been like eight months. So call back in a, in a year or two and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe I'm an avid dog enthusiast, but it's one of those things, you know, and it made me think a lot about fear exposure, right? When people try and help people overcome fears, are they overcoming a fear or are they learning to overcome that specific mm. part? So of a fear, which is interesting. So I don't, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't you know. Analyze yourself and I do. Uh, present I, the results. I, I will. <laughs> I will. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll report back. But until do then, uh, question Stephen though, Benos, my got, question is: Yeah, you, uh, you go first. What's your question? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you turn to your dog in times of stress. 
Do you use Tommy to kind of help you get through stressful or anxious situations? I do not. Okay. In times that I turn to my partner. In right. Times, <laughs> in times of stress, uh, I I don't. No, I, I, I turn to my partner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so As in you go and you pat your partner on yeah, the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know, she barks at me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's yeah, I, I, I don't know if I, I guess a lot of people would turn to their dogs, but I guess mm. I'm learning. It's like, it's like an alien life form in my household, trying to understand. Like yeah. when we first got the dog and the dog would like walk into a room, I was like, you own that room now like i'm i'm gonna leave you there and i'm gonna you got that like i yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah pretty pretty scared so, interesting because um, that's one of the other things talked about quite heavily in this paper is mm. just the relaxing effect of, of patting a dog yeah it doesn't it doesn't relax me doesn't relax you it terrifies mm. you it does yeah. it does yeah so i i just i never know what's gonna happen i guess uh, I, <laughs> I, I and it's it's just a lack of exposure a lack of being able to, of growing up with dogs I yeah guess, so. you're the outlier but if I ha when when I have children, I think uh, I will expose them to dogs because I think that was my downfall. Yeah, yeah, I, I would highly recommend like having them be exposed because I, I think it teaches them a lot of skills that yep. you don't often learn. So, yeah. the uh, in in a bit of extra research I was doing around this paper, mm. um, apparently attendance rates at school were improved in kids that own dogs. So I I'm skeptical of that. <laughs> I'm skeptical of that. I wonder why. I mean, we got whenever we see these relationships, we got to think like, why is it the case? Uh, I mean, when you think about it logically, is it would owning a dog make you go to school on time, or is it just a random relationship that we see? And in, in uh, I'll I'll be honest. I think it has a lot to do with money. So the cost of owning a dog is quite large. Yeah. I'm sure you would have experienced that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, quite a shock and to me as well. <laughs> Unwittingly, I didn't. I did not know it was expensive beforehand. Yeah. But yeah, true. And so, where where's that going? That well, uh, in higher income families, it's it's pretty well expected that there'd be higher attendance rates at school. Mm. Lower income families might children might need great to go point. and help their parents work in the shops or yeah, you know point, they might point. be more exposed to certain less ailments and to get less to access well. to, yeah. to health care um, and things yeah. so interesting yeah yeah possibly possibly there we go hmm. interesting so in knowing all this Stephen yes we've read this paper We've seen all the benefits it has in elderly people. I know a big thing with papers is you can't generalize results from elderly to the whole population. But in saying that, there are some interesting things here. And we it's it's a qualitative study. So it has a lot of self-report, which means that, you know, it's from people reporting their own experiences. Hmm. Stephen Banos, yeah. where do you stand on the benefits of dogs? Are you oh. more of a lover now? Is it something that you feel like if you had children, you'd want them to have lots of dogs? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, I am so pro-dogs. Yeah. I think bring a dog into your life. Yeah. So many people are terrified at the thought of like cleaning up a mess or like mm. having to train a dog or yeah. like the expense of it. There are some valid concerns, mm -hmm. sure. But I think when you look at your life from like a bird's eye view and think, you know, what, what, what decisions am I making? And am I making these decisions for, you know, the, the idea, the outcome being the best quality yeah. of life day to day. Mm. I think having a dog there, having a companion, someone that's going to start conversations, someone that's going to get you outdoors, especially as you get into those retirement years, mm. having that is going to improve your life, mum and dad, so much <laughs> <laughs> that you should just bite the bullet. That's so subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, so yeah. you see it as a positive thing. Oh, positive. hugely. Positive. Hugely. And to see how much joy it has brought my girlfriend's mum, having a dog yeah, around the house yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. 
um yeah has, has really shown me that they're incredible companions there you go Don't, man's and best friend right that's, yeah that's what it is. no they're really yeah, they're yeah, so yeah. loyal they're so loving yeah. most of the time yeah um just yeah i mean one one person we went to school with who's now a vet told me the other day that uh dogs who behave badly have usually been treated badly yeah and that's that's what his way of like calming me down with with my angst with dogs is that if dogs have been treated well they're usually very very polite and like nice dogs completely completely yeah yeah. yeah, spot on interesting how about you anadin how are you feeling i think I think, uh, look, I'm very happy the dog is in my life. If my partner is listening, you know, I mean, yeah. you've, heard, you've heard all this before. So it's, it's, all, it's all been said. But look, I, I think reading this paper and just reading the self-report of what these people said, yeah. it, when I get older, I will get an, uh, and I, if I don't have a dog at that stage, I will get a dog. Because I think mm. it, for what it can do for your mental stability and, and, and improvement and totally. overall quality of life. Yeah, definitely. I think... Um, Having a dog when you're younger can be limiting. It's a mm. responsibility. It, it's some. I'm not a fan of like going on holidays and leaving the dog in care because I, I just yes. it breaks my heart. Like like I said, I don't I don't I'm not a massive fan of animals, but when I if I, I'm responsible for one, I you know you want to do it to your best, and I don't feel like I'd leave a child for like a month, and so it's it's hard to do that with yeah with, no no with that's an animal. So very valid. I think I think it's it, uh, important to always put the dog first, and if you think you can be a good dog owner, do it. Um, mm. But if you want to have a free responsibility, free life for a few years, I'd say. I'd say don't. Yeah, yeah. that's where I, uh, I finish on that. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, they have kind of like dog rooms and care dogs and things that you can, you know, like, uh, have you been in an institution like a university where they bring the dog around that you could just pat and it kind of mm-hmm. like relieves tension and stress? Yeah, true. Yeah. You can be that kind of, have that relationship with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. visit yeah. it on, that's on true. occasion. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, exactly. But, um, but I mean, oh, by, by the way, before we, I know we do need to finish up where we get that look on the, on the timer. But yeah. one, one thing I do want to say, man, do you know how lucrative of a business it is to be like a dog, dog watcher? Breeder. Like oh, a dog, dog watcher. watcher? Oh, a dog breeder too. But like mm. just to mind people's dogs when they go overseas because they're always going overseas. And really? you can like make a solid income. I mean, maybe we should talk more about this off the pod. But maybe, I don't know, you and I could get into it. I'll do the business. You it's, mind the dogs. And yeah, then, yeah. then we'll just, just sort it out. This is something you've looked into recently well, uh, as yeah. a dog owner. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, my uh, partner's mum went overseas for like two months, and mm. the bill is astronomical. Wow. Yeah, really, really expensive. So okay, I'm new business. It's, it's a market for you and I. We, we should do a podcast and then split into the. Oh, I just don't think we've sold ourselves as dog owners on this podcast, though. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not great advertisement yeah. in this podcast. I mean, right in, would you leave your dog with me? <laughs> <laughs> you spent the first five minutes talking about how, how you're afraid of dogs and yeah. you, you don't really love Tommy. And Yeah, well, um, I, don't, I don't think that was said, but fair enough. I'll have you rewind. Um, but in saying that, Stephen Banos. I got a I got a dog to get home to. So all right. you know, no, we we can't all be living free lives like you are. You know, I I got some responsibilities over here. So I'll go. take your dog off your hands. Yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough. And um, but in saying that, thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. See you later. <laughs> see you. See you, Steve. Bye. Bye.